Think you hate marketing? Think again. Here on the Marketing Chat Podcast, I share practical, relatable tips to make marketing easy and fun. I'm Kelly, a marketing strategist, Squarespace website designer, and founder of the Women Podcasters Academy. I'll be breaking down big ideas into actionable steps so you can get moving with your marketing with way less stress and way more fun. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook, everything your business needs to get it done. Manage projects, book clients, send invoices, and get paid all on HoneyBook. Use my link in the show notes to get 50% off your first year with HoneyBook. Have you hired a virtual assistant yet? Are you wondering what a virtual assistant can take off your plate? Today, I'm interviewing Danielle Cuomo of Virtual Assist USA about tasks you should and should not outsource to a VA. Danielle Julia Cuomo is an award-winning entrepreneur and founder of Virtual Assist USA. Virtual Assist USA is an early disruptor and leading provider of virtual assistant services that help to keep companies on track, focused, and growing. Under her innovative leadership, they have grown to a staff of 30. Danielle founded Virtual Assist USA after leaving a successful corporate career with a national IT project management consulting firm. With a multifaceted business model, Virtual Assist USA has served thousands of small businesses across the world. In addition to working with Virtual Assist USA, Danielle has served as a board member, committee member, and volunteer for various charities, including the Cystus Fibrosis Foundation, Voluntots, Beverly's Birthdays, Four Diamonds Fund, and Animal Friends. She's an active member of the National Speakers Association and National Association of Women Business Owners. Welcome, Danielle. I am so happy to have you here today. Thank you very much, Kelly. I'm happy to be here, too. Awesome. So I would love to hear a little about your background and what led you to start Virtual Assist USA. Certainly. So um, I was in IT consulting and this was the time um, in 2008, right when the recession was happening. And so our entire department got laid off, which was um, really a devastating blow at the time. And I didn't realize what great things it would lead to eventually. So um, at the time, my aunt was a life coach, which I know that you're very familiar with. Um, And she was telling me about how she had a virtual assistant. And I thought it was really neat how it was sort of redefining um, how entrepreneurs and small business owners would get support in their business. And it made a lot of sense to me because I know that for many small businesses, um, hiring employees doesn't always make sense. So there were a few other virtual assistant services around at this time in 2008, mostly solo virtual assistants, uh, freelancers, that sort of thing. Um, But I really wanted to center on the idea of a larger company, a more all-inclusive service, um, on the idea that the services could be more flexible, be more on-demand. And that's what gave me the idea to launch. That's awesome. And so a lot of my um, free, a lot of my listeners are freelancers and solo entrepreneurs, and this group often hesitates to hire a VA. Why do you think that is? <laughs> yeah, I definitely see that. And I think in my experience, it's been that 
they feel like they need to straighten things up first. So um, if you have ever hired someone to clean your house, for example, you think, well, first I have to clean the house before they get here. (laughs) And I feel like it's a very similar situation with a virtual assistant. And what it comes down to, I think, is that it, that they lack confidence in what they're going to delegate um, in their ability to find the right person or sort of lacking confidence if they think is spending this money going to be worth it, especially as a freelancer, solo entrepreneur. um, Oftentimes you're working with a limited budget and you do want to be cognizant of where where every dollar is. So I think it just comes down to um, overall sort of that lack of confidence in, in what do I do next? Well, let's talk about that for a second, since you just said limited budget. Most entrepreneurs or small business owners who hire a VA or a VA service like yours, they do see a return on investment, don't they? That's the idea. Exactly. And and why? Why do they? Or how, how does that happen that they do see a return on investment? Yeah, I think in most cases, um, these freelancers or solo entrepreneurs have previously been doing all of these tasks themselves. So they've been doing their social media, their blog writing, their website, so on and so forth, their admin. And they might not be the best person to do that. Uh, Oftentimes, when you hire a virtual assistant, that VA can do things better or faster um, or cheaper than you can do. Um, So I have to tell my clients, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. So if you can, um, say, work in Excel, it doesn't mean that you need to wrestle with an Excel spreadsheet for two hours when a VA could get the same functions done in seven minutes. Um, so just sort of getting into that mindset, I think is, is important. And that's where they find that they get the ROI. Mm -hmm. And if you imagine spending two hours in Excel, when a VA could do it in seven minutes, what can you do? What can that entrepreneur do with that extra two hours? Yes. So the idea is that we're freeing up their time to focus on the areas of of an entrepreneur's business that only they can do. So things like um, setting the vision for the business, the revenue generating, getting out there and meeting people, uh, strategic planning, that sort of thing. Um, For many of our clients, it's just freeing up their time so that they can spend more time with their families. Uh, So it's really just depends on on the client, but the idea is that we're giving them back uh, that time. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, like you said, the revenue generating activities and time with your family. I mean, that's both of those are so key. Yes. So important. Yes. So do you have like an average client? And what I mean is like, a type of client that you tend to do most of your work with. So freelancers, solo entrepreneurs, small business owners, something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I would say that we're pretty industry agnostic in terms of the industries that we work mm-hmm. with. Um, we've really worked with, um, you know, businesses of, of any size in any industry, but especially we specialize in working with, you know, smaller scale enterprises where um, their resources might be scarce. They might not have a team at all. Um, and they're needing to particularly for small business owners, freelancers, you really need to manage your time very effectively and and focus mostly on the activities that are going to translate to 
faster growth, faster business development for you. And of course, that's true for all businesses, but I found that it's even more important in smaller enterprises. Um, so for us, I think mean, we sort of specialize more rather than in just an industry in a type of entrepreneur, if you will. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So before we get into tips about what you should and should not outsource to a VA, <laughs> I'd like to talk about what makes your company, Virtual Assist USA, different from hiring a, a solo virtual assistant. So when you hire just because there are plenty of virtual assistants out there, and when you hire them, you're hiring one person. Right. But it's different with y'all. Yes. Yeah. We have a bit of a different model. So our model is to be an all-inclusive service so that we're not just limited with the skill set of one person so that we can do things like um, not only the admin, but bookkeeping and digital marketing and um, web and, and research and so on and so forth so that we can offer a really wide breadth of services. And then the other sort of difference is that when you're working with a solo virtual assistant, um, you know, you are limited to to their time. And so if they go on vacation or it's something unplanned, like they're sick, um, you might experience a service interruption. I think that for many people became more common um, in, the pan- in the pandemic that we've been in. And so our idea is that with a company, then you don't have those interruptions. We can keep things, you know, running smoothly on the back end. That's our, um, our responsibility to ensure that you don't have that service interruption. I think there's a lot of talk um, right now about short staffing and staffing shortages, um, hiring problems, that sort of thing. And so when you're hiring a virtual assistant company, you're eliminating that because we take care of of all of that. Um, The recruiting, the hiring, the retention. Um, If someone does leave, we have someone on deck to jump in. So there's not those gaps in time as well. That's great. Yeah, that is much more convenient than just a single VA who, like you said, they're a solo entrepreneur as well. Right. And they have to do all of their own stuff. And yes, in addition to yours, and you don't know how many clients they have and how much time they can dedicate to you and what if they get sick. So that's awesome. Yeah. So figuring out what to outsource. Sure is tough. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, we want to do everything ourselves, or at least at first. Yeah. And sometimes you get to the point like, well, teaching someone else how to do this is going to take so much longer than just continuing to do it myself. But that's so short-sighted, isn't it? Yeah. So um, I'd love to hear, you know, what what your tips are on what to outsource and what not to outsource and and why. Yes. So when we get started with a client, we generally ask them to take a couple of days and write down everything that they do. And it can seem really cumbersome, but it's it's really important. Um, and so at the end of those, you know, two or three days, we have the client sit down with their virtual assistant and we try to put things into three buckets. So the first bucket is things that can be automated. So oftentimes we're doing a lot of things manually that can be automated and your virtual assistant is up to date on the platforms 
the softwares that are out there. And so oftentimes there's a lot of things they can just tick off and say like, we can automate this, we can automate this, we can automate that. And that's just the kind of an easy thing to get off your plate. Um, the next thing is things that, again, you can do, but that maybe you shouldn't be doing if it's something that's not in your genius zone. Um, if you are not trained as a bookkeeper, it can take you a lot longer to, to reconcile your books and do tax prep and whatnot. And so we look at those for, for the virtual assistant. And sometimes there's a little bit of push and pull where the clients, especially entrepreneurs, um, where they're thinking, well, no, I, I could just do that myself. And so it, it becomes a little bit of coaching there. And then we leave the remaining things in the third bucket, which is the bucket that only you as the client can do yourself. And that's generally things like sales, um, you know, generating revenue, business development, planning where you're going to go in the next six months, the next year. Uh, and then we have things in those three buckets and we can sort of easily um, outsource and determine where tasks are going to end up landing. Hmm. Oh, that sounds like a great system. Awesome. So what do you suggest then for listeners? I mean, so they can go through that process themselves before hiring a VA or a VA company. Yes. And so what are some types of things? Can you go through some specifics then? Oh, certainly, certainly. Awesome. So um, one of the most common requests that we get is for inbox management. So um, managing emails that come in um, just to free up um, a, you know, a client's time. And that can be um, emails about customer service, um, you know, sort of your general, like frequently asked questions, if you will. Um, a VA can develop and prepare content for you for your blog, for a presentation. Uh, social media is another one. For those clients who are speakers, for example, a VA can research speaking opportunities for you, uh, research podcast opportunities for you is, is another um, good one. And that, that sort of, you know, lead development. Um, bookkeeping is a very popular one. Website edits, that tends to be something again that, you know, just because you can't doesn't mean that you should. Uh, and just being able to, to get out there and, you know, develop your brand and, and present your business, um, gain you a little bit more, more market share. Oh, all that is excellent. I mean, first the email management, Oh my gosh, you know, fielding, like you said, the frequently asked questions, the admin type of emails, just general inquiries where you promise on your website, you know, like you have a, a website form saying, get in touch about my service or whatever. And yes. you promise I'll get back to you within 24 hours. And you're doing all this client work. It's like, oh my God, I promised I'd get back within 24 hours. And it's like, I just can't. Yeah, exactly. If there were more hours in the day. Right, right. But a VA could. And so a speaker sheet. Who wants to spend time doing that? <laughs> and I love that you mentioned like research for a blog post or a podcast. Yes. Yeah, I, I do those things myself. Right. And I actually, so that would be hard for me to give up. Yeah. It, it, it definitely really would, a, a, you know, sort of a push pull situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it, and yet it would be easy because what I'm looking up when I do research 
for like a solo podcast, I'm looking up statistics mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It would be just so easy to hand over. And it's not that it takes long to look up, but it's not a gen, a, an income generating activity. It's not a sales activity. It's taking away from client time. It's taking right. away from podcast interview time, that type of thing. And right. so someone else could do it in like 20, 30 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. Oh my goodness. Um, so how do you get people? I mean, do you have people getting in touch saying, I definitely want to hire you now help me figure out what to do? And of course you do, but do you have other people saying, I'm interested in hiring a VA, but I'm just not sure. And so what do you say to them? Yeah, I think there's a big distinction between um, needing to hire a VA. So for most of us, we could think, oh yeah, I could certainly hire a VA. I have a list of 10 things I could have a VA do. But there's a distinction between being ready for hiring a VA. And there's a few things that I think are really important um, and then if you don't have these sort of boxes checked off, it's you're really not ready to hire a VA and it won't be um, mm-hmm. a valuable experience for you. So um, those three things are, you know, you want to have a company that is generating revenue. You don't want um, hiring a VA to be a big financial burden for you. You know, just putting another line item on your budget, you want to be in a healthy financial position to to do so. Secondly, you have to be willing to to let things go. Um, It can be really hard for us entrepreneurs, I think, just by nature. Um, It's a it's a challenge, but you have to think there might be someone that can do this, you know, better, faster, cheaper than I can. Um, They're not going to do it the exact same way that I am. And maybe that's a good thing. Getting into that mindset. And then the third thing is that you either have to have processes in place, like have a standard operating procedure, um, have a way of doing things, or be open to the VA creating those SOPs Mm -hmm. for you. Um, And be open to a VA saying, okay, we're going to develop a process for all of your customer inquiries, and it's going to be these five things. Um, So if you don't have that, just being open to have someone doing that because that's what makes it um, so much easier to delegate and more efficient and, and valuable and all those things. Very true. I tell you, almost every single guest I've had on has mentioned the need for a system and standard operating procedure or process. Yeah. It is just such a common theme and it's something that I mention as well so frequently. And it's something that especially like solo entrepreneurs and freelancers are, well, even big companies, you know, even they don't always have a system in place. And so, you know, it's something that we really resist at first because, you know, we get into business for ourselves to have all this freedom. It's like, I don't want a system. <laughs> I want freedom. I want spontaneity. And yeah. it feels like, you know, at first it feels like the system is going to be so limiting, but it's not. Once right. you have a system or all these systems in place, then you know what you're going to do when, and it frees up all this other time to do what you really need to do to be making money in your business and to have that creative time, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. And it's just about having a guideline for 
for your day, really. I think if you if you don't have a system in place about um, you know how you run your processes, you can start for the day, fire up your laptop, and you will just get lost in the rabbit hole that is your email inbox and you will never get out of it (laughs) and never get anything done. Um, And it's, it's a really easy trap to fall into. So if you have at least a system and you can say, this is my guide. Um, I don't have to be married to this system, but it's a guideline. It makes it so much easier. And, and it also helps, you know, for someone so that you can take a vacation or you can be out sick and someone can, can jump in and help you. Very true. Yeah, that's another good reason to hire a VA or VA company. Yeah, so that you can take a break and know that things are still going to run smoothly. Yeah, Yeah. you may not be taking client meetings during that time, but everything else can be running smoothly. And you don't necessarily have to have that vacation email turned on that's so generic. You know, you can have someone answering personally. (laughs) Yes, how nice is that? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, that's great. Um, So... What else? What else can you tell, especially solo entrepreneurs and freelancers, about jumping into hiring a VA? That's really important is that it's a really personal relationship with your virtual assistant. Um, They're working, you know, not physically side by side with you in an office, but they are in your business and they, you know, become a partner of sorts in, in wanting the best for your business and being able to, to look out for you and whatnot. So it's really important to get a good personality fit. Um, just using, um, we were using the example of Excel. There might be a hundred VAs that are experts in Excel, but only 10 of them are going to have your working style and be a complimentary working style to you. So um, I find in my experience that a lot of entrepreneurs are big visionary folks and they're like big picture thinking down the road, but maybe they're not so great at like the nitty gritty details. And so that's something that that personality trait, you know, you're looking for someone that complements your skill set, not someone that's exactly like you, but someone that can be um, a good personality fit, a good style fit is really important. That's great. And you really need that balance. Like you said, if you're the big picture thinker, you need someone to balance that by taking care of all of the details that you may, may be overlooking. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So how do you do that at Virtual Assist USA? Like match up the entrepreneur with, um, don't, do you assign a main virtual assistant with someone? We do. And we have a series of questions um, that we ask. So some of them are more practical, like um, what time zone are you in? Are you on a PC or Mac? What software platforms do you use? And then the other questions are more um, on your working style. So um, how do you prefer to communicate? You know, what are your pet peeves or your must haves? Um, What can your VA do to really impress you? And we ask those questions so that we can get a gauge on someone's working style so we can match them up with someone that's that has a complimentary style. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it's not just one size fits all. And yeah, that's awesome. So do you find that you end up sort of, I, I hate to use the word convincing, but still sort of convincing 
reluctant entrepreneurs that yes, this would really help them. Yeah, I try not to um, because it has to be something that you are, you know, invested in and that you want to make work. Um, And And like you said, are ready for in your business. Yes, that your business is ready for. Yes. And so if they're reluctant, um, you know, I've talked to lots of folks and we'll have conversations and they're sort of exploring it. And I'll ask them, you know, to think about it for a few months or we'll come back next quarter. And then oftentimes we'll we'll reconnect and they'll be like, okay, now I'm ready. And now I see why I needed to be ready. Now I see why I needed to be now I see why it was important. Oh, I don't know if you have one, but that would be a good um like checklist download is how to know when you're ready for a VA and, 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 and put in there, you know, monitor this over the next couple of months and be making notes of, you know, what you do, how much time you're doing it. Cause there are all of these timers, you know, for your phone. Exactly. And so time it and now see if you pass that off to a VA how much time you'd be able to spend on the income generating aspects of your business and on the big vision stuff and on the creative stuff. Yeah. 100%. So so all y'all listening, you know, (laughs) you're hesitating, then start doing that now. Start tracking and in a few months, (laughs) in a few months, add up all of those hours and see how you could better spend it. Yeah. Oh, see where you are in your business and then come back. <laughs> right, exactly. Then come back to us. Yes, that's great. Uh, well, this is so good. You gave so many good tips and and I love this idea of of putting things in the three buckets and really seeing what are the things yeah. that only you can do. And those are the things that you need to hold on to and the other things you can really outsource and then finding a VA who has a, a not, you didn't say like personality that's like yours, but complementary to yours and has, this, yeah. Yeah, and has the skill set that matches exactly what you need. Exactly. 100%. That's great. And, and honestly, I really love the idea of working with a VA service company like yours, because I love all of those benefits of not worrying if someone's sick or on vacation or marketing their own business. And I, and I hate to say that because, you know, if I have listeners who are solo VAs, um, you know, I, if you are solo VA listening to this, then my suggestion would be to market yourself in a way that puts other entrepreneurs at ease that somehow you are still there for them. Yeah. Definitely. Because I, I imagine that's tough. You know, I mean, it, it's tough for me to let my clients know I'm there for you. You know, if you have a website emergency, you know, and I'm on vacation, I'm about to go away next week. And so I've warned clients and, but in my podcasting course, I'm still doing a live session next week from the beach. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's wonderful. 
<laughs> not on the beach, but you know, from the hotel room, maybe the beach would be in the background, but the course is still, the, the community is still new. It started at the end of May. So I just feel like it's too soon to say, yeah, I'm skipping a week. Yeah. You know? So but you can do it anywhere, on. which is great, right? Exactly. And it's only one hour. I can't stay out in the sun all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It'll give you a nice break in the air conditioning. Exactly. The rest of the time I'm on vacation. So. Right. Just that one hour. But anyway, well, thank you so much, Danielle. I really appreciate thank all your tips for being me. here. And so how can people get in touch to check out Virtual Assist USA? Uh, they can go right to the website, uh, virtualassistusa.com. Um, any of those inquiries come right to me, and I'd be happy to you know, talk to anyone who has any questions or just exploring this, and I'm always happy to talk about the industry. Awesome. Well, I will put that link in the show notes and on this episode's page on my website. And thank you all for listening. And you can leave comments on this episode's page on my website, link in the show notes. And I'll be back in a few days. So see you next time on the Marketing Chat Podcast.